was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to another episode of Shaken Not Noob, the weekly show that releases on Fridays where we talk nothing about nothing except video games. I'm mistaking all of my words. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, you know what? Welcome aboard anyways. I'm your host, Duty, and uh, of course our regular host, Fuzzy, is uh, still on his honeymoon. So I've gotten Mr. Fortnite Fortnite himself, <laughs> our good friend of the show, Paul from the Countdown. Paul, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Duty. Thanks for having me back. Uh, obviously, it's some big shoes to fill, but uh, given that... Fuzzy has some pretty big events himself to deal with. I figure I can step into the breach for for one episode and warm the seat for him. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, if people, of course, haven't uh, haven't heard any of the Fortnite Fortnite previously, so they don't know about uh, about your show, The Countdown, what is The Countdown, Paul? Uh, the Countdown is a show I do with my best mate, Wayne. We count down some kind of topic from movies or television each week and do a review sort of every day, like you guys do a couple of different episodes sort of slightly different things a review of either movies or tv and yeah basically we attempt to upset one another with our choices in our list and there is much swearing and good-natured banter mostly occasionally it gets a bit personal but we always end the day as friends so it's just a good fun show <laughs> I was saying uh, for for people who didn't listen uh, last week, uh, you guys did a, a, a an episode that sort of I was really really impressed with of your top ten uh, PG thirteen films. And anytime you said uh, fuck more than once, you had to donate to charity. You had to put a dollar into a jar and donate to charity, which I thought was a, a fantastic idea. Oh, thank you. And I heard you say that last week. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we didn't get as much in there as we thought. We were both a bit better behaved than we thought we were going to be, but we're going to follow it up before the end of the year with a G-rated films top 10 countdown and any swear word. Shit, bitch, ass, dick, cock, all of that will involve <laughs> a dollar going into the swear jar, so we might actually have more than $11 to donate to charity by the end of that episode, I reckon. I'll just change it from like a dollar to, to five dollars and just just see how oh, far geez. Wayne goes because yeah that's a that's more of a that's more of a hit in the pocket. The other the other option was we might we might grade swear words on a sliding scale so like shit and bitch would be like a dollar and then fuck would be like three dollars and then the c word would be five. So that oh, that's another option. Yeah, too. I like that. <laughs> Well, uh, for this week's episode, we've got uh, a little bit of news to go through. Um, Fuzzy, of course, being on his honeymoon, he's actually been sending me some news. Saying, you got to talk about this. You got to talk wow. about this. Uh, and Fuzzy, of course, get off your I phone. have. <laughs> he took his fucking switch on his honeymoon. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's obviously married the right uh, woman if, that, if he's allowed to play switch at any point during those proceedings. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Uh, so I've got a bit of news to go through. Of course, I have uh, the the most recent title from Codemasters Grid uh, to chat about as well. Uh, and then, of course, uh, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be sort of the norm, of course, without knowing what's going on in Fortnite with yourself, Paul, <laughs> and uh, and catching up on essentially anything else you've been playing as well. Ooh, well, that'll be a short segment. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, kicking off with the news, the first piece of news I have is, uh, I don't know if you've played it, Paul, but I think it was one of Fuzzy's, if not as well, mine, uh, one of the games of the year last year, Red Dead Redemption 2. Heard of it. Uh, is yeah, Heard of it? Never played it? I think we talked about it uh, when I was last on the show, but no, haven't actually played it because there's a game called Fortnite which keeps eating all my time away. 
it is it's coming to the uh, the PC in November this year. Um, so shortly after we get the release of that, we'll probably have you know instead of having uh, traditional revolvers, there'll be people running around with lightsabers and spaceships and all that sort of crap like that, and people breaking the game code. So of course, as is the norm when anything comes to comes to PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, going on as well, we've got uh, the Avengers game that is coming out March as of next year. It's had a little bit of um, sort of a sour taste in people's mouths of, of the uh, the design of some of the characters. Uh, like, for instance, Black Widow looks like her face has been stung by a fistful of bees. Um, but uh, there is a trailer that just released. Miss Marvel is actually coming to the new Avengers game. Um, she'll be one of the lead characters you can play as, and her character design actually looks really, really good. Have you uh, seen or, or, or looked at any of this or anything on the Avengers game, Paul? No, and I've never ever seen Miss Marvel in comic book form or cartoon form, so that would be quite the the revelation for me. Quite the Marvel, <laughs> if it were as it were, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, her her powers are a little different to, say, Captain Marvel. Um, she's a little bit like Mr. Fantastic, so you can sort of stretch out her, her limbs and essentially has got a bit of super strength and her hands get really big. Um, so she's a little bit of like sort of the thing and Mr. Fantastic put together. Uh, yeah. And she's a bit of a, a newer character as well. So even in the comic book world, Marvel are actually starting to push Miss Marvel a little bit as well. Does she um, take orders th- from Captain Marvel? No, mm. no. I think uh, her design is a little bit similar on the old Miss Marvel sort of design, which what is what Captain Marvel Carol Danvers used to have. So, like, sort of this... She wears, like, a big, long black T-shirt most of the time with this big lightning bolt on it, which used to be sort of Miss Marvel's old costume, which was, like, a black sort of skin-tight leotard sort of thing with right. a black lightning bolt on it. And so, is Marvel running out of ideas, or are they just going to name every single character in their universe Marvel or some derivative thereof? Yeah, I think so. Well, Marvel just released uh, Rob Liefeld's new character, Major X, who looks a little bit like Deadpool and Judge Dredd put together, and wow, he he looks like a bag of ass. Okay. It looks, yeah. At least he didn't have the name Marvel in there. Um, speaking of a bag of ass, this is a little bit of, uh, con- this is a bit controver- controversial. Um, big company, Blizzard, they do World of Warcraft, they do, uh, Overwatch, they do Starcraft, they do mm-hmm. heaps and heaps of things. Uh, there's a Hearthstone, uh, streamer called Blitz Chung. He was actually fired by Blizzard, uh, in an interview where he expressed his support for the Hong Kong protests. Wow. Um, so Blizzard have actually removed the interview and have actually gotten rid of him as a streamer for Blizzard and for Hearthstone due to his personal opinions and his uh, and his stake in the, the Hong Kong protests. That's pretty full on, isn't it? If they're taking that hard a line on something which... Look, I don't know. I'm, I'm not across that enough to be able to comment one way or the other, but it's not like he's advocating, I don't know, let's blow up half the universe or anything like that. Let's not destroy half the universe and, and double the resources that we have at our disposal. He... He's just sort of saying it's not a bad thing, I guess, that people get to, I don't know, protest. Is that what he was basically saying? Well, yeah, from what I understand, the thing that's going on in Hong Kong now is that just from the brief things I've read about is that the Chinese government can take people from Hong Kong essentially for for questioning or take them them essentially out of Hong Kong. And um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's riots and everything going on, sort of peaceful, protestful sort of riots that sort of blow out of proportion. Um, but yeah, it just looks like 
Blizzard have just turned around and said, no thanks. Uh, and now a lot of the gaming community are actually starting to to do a bit of a boycott of Blizzard. Yeah. And if that's the case, uh, Blizzard's sort of attached company, Activision, won't necessarily be happy with that because Activision is all about money. Protests are obviously one thing. Obviously, if it gets to riots, it's a different thing altogether. But, uh, geez, thinks a lot of, you know, your employer looking at your Facebook profile and if it shows that you're doing or have done anything that remotely work wouldn't approve of, you suddenly get fired. Seems a bit uh, heavy-handed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially that it's sort of, we've seen it in, you know, we've talked about it on, on both Countdown and on, on Nerd, talking about, say, like James Gunn and his, his Twitter and Marvel and stuff like that. But it's starting to sort of, that social media presence is starting to cascade down in regards to even just streamers. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> even streamers, that's right. Well, I guess it's a legitimate way of making a pretty big income these days, so... Yeah, yeah some people make millions of dollars just by streaming every day, which is... It's astounding. Wow. It's astounding. And even mm. even my six-and-a-half-year-old daughter watches the sort of you know, G-rated channel of a couple of uh, streamers who are, you know, they they're, must be in their early 20s now, the dude drives around. His name's Unspeakable. Don't know. If right. He drives around. He has at least two ridiculous supercars and a it's massive house. And it's just clearly he makes way too much money. Right. Yeah, and that he, I would assume as well he'd probably just stream Fortnite or, or or Minecraft or something sort of easy and accessible for anyone to watch. He's very G-rated, and you know his his videos are remotely amusing, and it, it occupies myself. And my daughter, so, you know, we're about the same mental age range, so that makes sense. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, speaking of, uh, of of millions of dollars, a um, little bit of a tangent. Uh, parents are actually suing uh, Here we go. Epic Games, <laughs> Fortnite, for being too addictive. I've got two words. Fuck off. <laughs> control, How good is this? Control your children, for God's sake, parents. Jesus, it's pretty easy. Walk up, take the control out of their hand, turn it off and turn the TV off and say, go to bed slash go and study. It's not well, rocket that, science. There's there's like, there's like multiple sort of things that like, you know, you, you see on a current affair where people go, my son can't stop playing video games. I'm like, it's got a power cord. Right. It's connected to the internet where you probably know how to turn the router off. And there's settings you can turn on on every console that it automatically turns off sort of after an hour or two, or, or you can get notifications on your phone that, yep, the Xbox has been on for four hours and you're at work. You can remotely turn it off. Mm-hmm. But no, parents are suing uh, Fortnite because it's too addictive. Your game is too good at making my people play it that I'm going to steal, or sorry, take money off you legally. Good luck. I hope that is thrown out with prejudice when it hits whatever court it hits, presumably in the States. Well, that's a, I, I'm finding that Fortnite is making its way into my life outside of video games <laughs> very negatively. <laughs> what, just because not just because I'm talking about it all the time? No, 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 no. But like, I'll, 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 like general sort of thing for me is I'll get home from work, I'll go straight to gym, and there's sort of like the waiting area is in the corner of the gym, and someone brings their like eight-year-old kid, they sit on their iPad or on their iPhone or, or some form of tablet device playing Fortnite because I can see it's Fortnite. But he's got headphones in and he's screaming at the <laughs> iPad and he's screaming at his friends, go in the building, do this, do that. While there's people screaming, lifting 200 kilo weights <laughs> and stuff like that. Where it just sort of completely breaks the mood of like someone's about to get ready to do some form of heavy weight and they just hear this kid scream murder 
at their iPad playing Fortnite. <laughs> that would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking do what I told you to do. Fuck, what are you doing? No. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's one of those like high pitch wheel squeal sort of screams <laughs> like one of those things you hear on like when you, if you play on you know your playstation you're fucking mute <laughs> yep. yeah yeah it's one of those mute is a very regular setting i have if i ha- if i'm forced to play in squads with people i don't know then it- immediately i mute because all i'm in there for is to do some <laughs> challenge that's required <laughs> uh, um more gaming news of course we've got doom eternal it's going to be the sequel to uh i think it was 2016 2017's doom uh, that came out has been postponed till March 2020. So that is uh, that's the most recent piece of news we got uh, in regards to. I think it was this morning that broke. Um, but uh, ID Software have come out and said that the invasion mode that they're putting into the game, which will allow you to invade other players' games as demons. So if you're playing <laughs> campaign, I can invade your game as a demon to sort of hinder your progress. That's pretty good. I uh, like it really annoying yes yeah, so- okay, i assume you could turn that off if you don't want to be invaded but yeah yeah but where's the fun in that <laughs> that's a good that's a good um, little uh, innovation yeah so that's coming as a free update after the game launches uh the game will also be coming to the nintendo switch uh of course after it's released on everything else and um the nintendo uh, not nintendo the uh, you'll get a copy of doom 64 for free if you pre-order uh doom eternal because yeah that's exactly so- what you want to do on your High def, big huge TV screen. Play Doom sixty four. <laughs> to be fair, apparently you can get Doom one and two for like ten bucks on your Switch, as if you wouldn't want to play classic Doom while Switch. you're on the train to work. Switch or, or something. I can see the Switch. I, do, I can't see it for the PS four or the Xbox or anything along those lines. Not personally. No, you'll get a really good nostalgia hit from it, and then go. Uh, I'm done. I've had enough. Someone needs to re-release Golden Eye sixty four. Then come talk to me. Well, there is there is uh, some someone I think in the states or, or somewhere on the planet who was remaking GoldenEye sixty four with current engine sort of Ooh. specifications and stuff. You can go and see. I think the first level he's he's completely recreated and unreal. All the sound effects are exactly the same, so you'll have that old school ping when you fire the gun and the when you pick up ammo and stuff. And every time you die, all <laughs> just ah uh, ah uh, when you get shot. But everything is is sort of modern graphics, and there's like you know the the lights flashing inside the sort of the missile silo that illuminates the room and all that sort of stuff. It looks really really good. Um, but apparently he's going to make it available 2022, I believe. Jeez. Someone needs, needs more money for Kickstarter, clearly. Or from oh yeah, Kickstarter. I'd get behind that in a heartbeat. Oh, there we go. Um, but that's it for this week's episode's news. Um, if you've been paying attention to the Shaken Not Nerd uh, YouTube, you may not. Fair enough. Um, I've just uh, reviewed a copy of, or just received a review copy of Grid, which is the new game by Codemasters, which is available for PlayStation and Xbox, and I believe it's also coming to Google Stadia, if I'm not mistaken, as well. This is, um, this which is Grid is it- 2? No. No, just Grid. Grid. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at Grid 2, which is projected to be released 27th of May 2013, so I'm not sure what the hell... That one is <laughs> some other grid it's game, a, clearly. Yeah, they, I think they had, they, they had Grid, Grid Two, Grid Autosport, and now they've just gone back to Grid. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> which is uh, grid squared. Yeah. <laughs> Square root and, of grid. Um, God, uh, the 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 title of the review is Back of the Grid, so that sort of gives you an idea of 
of how the game is. Mm. Um, it's a very interesting setting that if you played, say, anything like the um, Need for Speed Pro Street, where they sort of tried to to have an arcade racer, but a little bit sort of professional. Um, the game sort of starts off with you in this grid motorsport world championship series, racing multiple types of cars. So you'll do like, you know, three laps in a Camaro, and then you'll do another three laps in a, in a Volkswagen Golf on a rainy track to give you an idea of how everything plays. Mm. Um, and the setting of the game is very... You know, it's a it's a professional motorsport. There's, you know, there's tactics involved. There will be some form of tactic involved. You can tell your, you you you're given a partner for the race, and you can tell him to move up the grid, move down the grid, sort of defend my position, so on and so forth. But the gameplay is very very arcade, like say driving around in Grand Theft Auto Five. So it's not technical then. The actual driving part, you're not worrying about too many tyres and, and all the rest of it changes and every tweaking every little part of your gearbox and, and the suspension and all the rest of that. No, which is which is very strange because the game sort of gives you that visual or that, that sort of the setup of it's a professional racing sort of event of grid and then the gameplay is, yeah, just, ha- you know, you're in a, a, a Volkswagen Golf. Yeah, just, you know, tap the handbrake and drift around every corner and, and off you go. And you get little pop-ups going like, great drift and great drafting and, oh, you're on really good racing line and stuff. So it's giving you these arcade-style pop-ups. Okay. But the sort of the gameplay is is trying to give you this professional overtone over the top of it, hmm. um, which is also very strange as well because when you cross the finish line and you come first, fireworks go off. <laughs> and... As you sort of look at the barriers on each side, people are having their arms and their heads sort of hanging over the side of the barrier cheering you on. But there's no music playing, there's no commentary, there's nothing. It's just the sound of the cars. And if you crash into someone, you'll you'll have your race director go, Oh, you didn't like that. Oh, get out of the way. Oh, you better not do that again. Like it's it's very it's showing you professional, it's playing arcade, it's it's got a bit of that sort of fun festival atmosphere, but it's 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 trying to do the best of both worlds, but it doesn't know what to do. So, does it succeed with that best of both worlds, or does it kind of cock it all up? It cocks it up pretty big. Uh, okay. um, it, it needed to essentially remove, or, or not even sort of say that it's a that they're trying to do. A, you know, it's a professional grid sort of racing championship that you're in. Essentially, just make it that it's a it's a racing championship you're in. Have music playing in the background, sort of just get some artists and put some a bit of fun beats in the background. Um, they even got Formula One champion Fernando Alonso on board to give his sort of input on how a car handles and its grip and its sort of helped design and sort of format a bit of the game. But you can drive it, I think it's a 2006 Formula One car, and you can legitimately drift around corners in it and not lose any stability and, ca- <laughs> and keep your traction and everything. It's... Okay, so that's interesting. It's a complete cocker. Mm. It's it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't sound like um, a lot of depth. No, it's it's if there's I put a side by side video comparison of the the developers of this game, Codemasters, also did Dirt Rally 2.0, which of course is a rally game, and they did the Formula One 2019 game, and I put a comparison of Formula One in Grid against Formula One in in Formula One. And you can see that we're drifting around corners and it's coming up with great drift and all this sort of stuff like that. And then you can see us in Formula One going, yep, we have to actually ham on the brakes, drop gears down and sort of go in against sort of turning lines. It just doesn't make sense. You can even see us race. I think it's a, a V8 Ford sort of uh, 
Ford uh, Falcon, a sort of Australian V8. And it's we're literally drifting around corners <laughs> like in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. It, it feels absurd as Tokyo Drift at the end of the film when he's in the Mustang. Right, okay. It's just that stupid. But turn all the music off. Mm. That's that's the game. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound all that great, I have to say. Duty, it went, this thing doesn't come out yet or isn't out yet. Is that right? It comes out... It's uh, it's just released, so it just came out uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So, it's brand, it's brand spanking, but... It's on the shelf, yeah. Um, I will say this game will come in handy that um, uh, if, you know, you've got a kid, they're liking Mario Kart, they want to try something else outside of, say, just Mario Kart. They want to try something with, with real looking, with, you know, a real car in it. This would work really well because the game doesn't necessarily penalize for penalize you by smashing into walls or or doing anything that sort of other racing games like Forza or Gran Turismo or something will go, yep, you've damaged your wheels now. You're not going to be able to turn properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of good in that regard. It's also pretty good if you've got a couple of mates who you want to log into your PlayStation network and, and have a bit of a casual race, but your mates aren't much of a, a racing fan. So if it's like on sale for that, you know, 20 to 40 bucks and your mates are like, yeah, all right, we'll give racing a crack, then that'll work for that. Um, but if you're looking at picking up this game and you want to go, all right, cool, I want to race in, for God knows what reason, a, a Toyota 86. <laughs> no, you can't have a Toyota 86. You can have a Subaru BRZ, which is the exact same bloody car, but the variety of cars aren't really there for everyone as well. It's... It's a really, really interesting choice that there's only, yeah, I think, 80-something cars throughout the entire game. There's 12 tracks for the entire game. Wow. Yeah, there's, it's missing a lot. It, it's honestly going to be one of those games that is really good to play with friends, but if you're playing by yourself, after a week, you're going to have I've had enough. Uh, okay. Well, that does sound pretty disappointing. Yeah, overall, I'd probably give it about a three out of five. Okay. I was borderlining on two and a half out of five for a little while. Um, I did get Moaf to, to have a look at it. Um, I got her to try Formula One, and she hated the Formula One game because it was too hard for her. She yeah. didn't know, you know, had to shift up and shift down and all that sort of stuff, and she just gave up. And every time, but she, with grid- every time she hit that button to shoot the uh, rocket out and destroy the car in front of her, it wouldn't work. <laughs> Why isn't the blue shell fired? <laughs> Fuck! Uh, but uh, she took a look at grid and she was sitting there going, it looks pretty, it sounds great, like the, the, the sound of the engines and, the, and sort of seeing a, a sort of a Formula One car drift is cool, wouldn't happen, but it is cool. And it has that little bit of arcadey vibe to it, so she could essentially just go, "Yep, all right, I understand this. It's it's pretty easy to pick up and play." You know, if if you have your a, a mate or or someone rock up to your place while you're playing it, it's easy enough to give them the control and just go, "You play while I get ready or grab a beer yeah. or whatever." Yep, that kind of game. Yeah, I got you. So uh, yeah, it did go up from a two and a half to a three, um, but I don't think it's going to last long. I think when Need for Speed Heat, I think is the next one coming out when that comes out. I think a lot of people will flock over to Need for Speed because that is an arcade game. It's got its, you know, background music. You can have fun with it. It's it's giving that upbeat sort of arcade vibe rather than arcade gameplay, but it looks like it's supposed to be set in a simulation. Or not a simulation, but more of a in-depth racing world rather than just plug in and play. Does, does so. Gran Turismo still release games? Or what was the other one? The other big one that used to used to come out? can't think of the top of my head now. 
uh, uh, PlayStation it was always Forza. Yeah. Um, the last one we got for Forza was Horizon Four, which came out last year. That's right. It had all, I think had we all were... the big seasons. That was the ad that showed all the different seasons they were racing through. Yeah, yeah. So each week when you log in is a different season. So that kind of worked as a negative after a while because I'd log in to play and go, oh, it's winter. I don't want to change my tires from summer to winter because I need to spend money to do that. I can't be fucked. I'll turn it on next week and then I just sort of forgot about it. That's interesting. (laughs) So it actually worked (laughs) against playing. (laughs) For me, yeah. Like, I think it was the first Forza Horizon game that came out on the 360 like different sections of the map were different um, climates. So you could go up into the mountains and it was snowing and it was harder to drive in the snow or you could drive into the desert. I found that worked because then I was essentially changing cars for the different sections I was in rather than sort of the season changing the entire map. Yep. Which, yeah. Especially got, if you spend money on it, that makes it, yeah. Yeah, you, when you when you got to change it, Aston Martin tyres from essentially slicks to chains you're like mm. and then of course there'll be races where you forget to take your chains off and you're driving around with chains gone going why am i going 80 when i should be going you know 130 hmm so all right so yeah. grid yeah if you really feel like it but um maybe this is not for the hardcore racing enthusiast yeah it's 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 hobbs and shaw of <laughs> The, I'm out of <laughs> of the racing games. Like it's it, it apparently is fun. It's not necessarily as as insane and as fun and as sort of partyish as Forza Horizon or Need for Speed or or some of those styles of games. But it's not as serious as well as you know some of the serious racing films. Like I don't know, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, I won't be rushing out for that one personally, but but uh, thank you for the warning, I guess. No, look, if it is on sale and it, you generally tend to get those sort of months like in the start of the, you know, in, in March or April of next year where there's, if there is nothing out and you go, oh, I'm feeling like a bit of a racer, I don't want something too serious just to pick up and play, it'll it'll do that, which is which is great. It won't give you that sort of... That sort of, uh, you know, go back into the into the fucking uh, shop and then change your tuning on your gearbox and stuff. It's one of those ones you can just set up and go. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but um, look, Paul, you used to uh, used to come on every two weeks on to Noob to talk <laughs> about Fortnite. We haven't heard from you in a wee while. What's been news in Fortnite? Last thing I saw was there was a, a Batman event or patch or something. Yeah, they they mix things up in this is season X or season ten which is really what it is. Uh, and they've recognising that things might be coming a little bit stale, they really sort of roll back some of the stuff that had been big and, and interesting over the last couple of seasons. So these balls, I can't remember what they call them, balls that you would sort of race around the map on, they got rid of them and they reduced the number of vehicles you could get around on the map on. But what they did was they introduced these big things called brutes, which are kind of like you know Robotech-type big robots that you jumped in and, and could power around in. And to start with, they were way too powerful. And there was this huge backlash. And, and so, of course, Epic nerfed them and, and made them far less powerful. And yeah, some, somehow you can kill them immediately now. I still haven't worked out how to do that. So I just tend to steer clear until someone else does it. But um, yeah, that added a bit of a difference to it. And, and then they also decided that they brought back some of the classic parts of the map, but they would just make little kind of biomes around the different towns so for example one of the popular things last year around this time halloween was these monsters that would run around the map and so they just stuck that over the top of retail row so that that area is populated by monsters that spawn and so you have to be careful of them and then uh tilted towers became a western theme for quite some time through season 
10 until two weeks ago when they decided to change that to this Batman-themed Gotham City where when you enter into that area, you can't die by falling. You immediately sprout wings and glide around that little biome. Uh, which Okay, that's kind of cool. Which makes it fun. So, you're, you're at the top there, you're being shot at or you sh- you're shooting at someone and they built up above you, just leap off the top and sort of glide. And, they, of course, they leap off and chase you. And it, it adds another little element to it, which is uh, quite fun. Then there was a whole bunch of challenges built around that as well. Like, there's batter rangs and uh, bat grappling hooks all over the map now. And you pick them up and use them and have to hit enough people with them or swing far enough to, to get other challenges done as well. So, yeah. They did that. They added sort of Moisty Mire back uh, in the desert biome. And if you're ducked, you turn into a, a piece of furniture. So, people were just hanging around in the streets looking like a letterbox. And as soon as someone talk, walks <laughs> past, it's open up on them. It's a lot of fun. And of course, when I'm playing, I sometimes get a bit enthusiastic on the left thumbstick and accidentally press down on it, which makes you crouch in, on my control settings. So, I would keep turning into this ridiculous stuff in the middle of firefights. And the other guy or girl was doing the same thing as well. So... Yeah, they, they did make it a little a bit more fun this season. They changed the way the, the challenges worked, but that's neither probably here nor there. At the end of the day, you're still trying to get all these challenges done to get all the different skins opened up. And then about... It was meant to finish last weekend. Then a couple of days before that, they dropped the official post saying they're extending it out to October 13th and adding a whole bunch of last chance sort of challenges to get everyone up to level 65 and complete everything for the season, which actually for me helped a lot because i haven't been playing it as much this season there's probably even last season as well once i got into the movie watching challenge earlier this year that that sort of well you did win it i did but it did kill my sort of fortnight time there for quite some time i managed to get all the challenges done but that's sort of all i've been doing the last couple of seasons and occasionally fluking my way to a victory here or there so it looks pretty exciting though because they look like they're really going to cook up something different coming this weekend there's going to be some season ending event that they're teasing but the word on the net slash street is that uh, there's going to be a completely new map for season 11 uh, because they've leaked some names of areas and most of them are very different than what we get now uh you this will mean nothing to you duty i realize but i'll run through them real quick beachy bluffs camp cod dirty docks frenzy farm holly hedges Lazy Lake, Mountain Meadow, Power Plant, Slurpy Swamp, Sunny Shores, Weeping Woods, and Mountain Meadow. So, this could be the biggest change to Fortnite since it kicked off, uh, obviously, 10 seasons ago, which, yeah, that'll make it a lot of fun, I reckon. There's, um, I, I, I sort of tried to get into Fortnite um, only on my Xbox. I haven't, I haven't actually tried it on my PlayStation yet, um, but... I understand the free mode is you can you can download a copy of of the free version of Fortnite and it's the the battle royale mode where you don't get to sort of choose or customize the the your avatar you're essentially just given a random one for the round that's it um, but there was of course that Fortnite was supposed to be essentially the game that Epic Games made after Gears of War three that was going to be that horde survival. Uh, sort of setting up your base, preparing the walls, all that sort of stuff. Is are those is that mode still available in the game, or have they essentially just moved on straight to the sort of the the battle royale modes? Well, I think what you're talking about there is the save the world mode. I've never actually played it. I've only ever played the <laughs> multiplayer. You have to buy that separately. So yes, that is a, a completely different thing. When you buy a season pass for the multiplayer, it opens up a whole bunch of extra challenges. You can still. Uh, and the free mode gets some things opened up, some skins open, mm-hmm. some different sort of weapon 
different colors and stuff like that. But there's the the thing that Epic have nailed with Fortnite, which um, what was the Star Wars game battle, whatever it was, Front Two, Battlefront, where they yep. the loot boxes gave people advantages in the game and up to their their power, so to speak. Epic have done away with all that and they've just kept it completely cosmetic. So it's fun, but no one's any better for it. So it keeps the level relatively level playing field, though they certainly have changed other things over the course of the seasons that have made more strategic players like me who aren't as quick or fast enough to build at a more severe disadvantage. So they keep it interesting. There was, of course, uh, I think it was at the, the, the very start of this year that, of course, EA brought out their Apex Legends, which is the Battle Royale mode, which is a three person's team um going up against i think it's i think it's 70 or 80 i don't think it was actually 100 different players it wasn't 100 um, it was it was some derivative of maybe it was 60 yeah something like that um of course uh, i fuzzy and i played it we had a little bit of fun with it really quickly we uh we uninstalled that game because it's rage inducing but did you did you have any comparison with that compared to to Fortnite as well? I did have play you it. Kept up playing Apex? No, I did play it. I think way back when Fortnite Fortnite was happening, you you guys did challenge me to check it out and I and I did played a couple of times just once with one other person. My brother actually and I had a couple of games together. He's a much bigger fan of it than I am. But mm-hmm. uh for me, yeah, I I never could get my head around the guns as quickly as I could around Fortnite. Uh, and I just couldn't be asked learning learning them all what what particular AR is better than the other AR as opposed to just there being an AR like there is in in Fortnite. Well, Fortnite's got the different sort of color classifications as well. It's got like the blue and the gold, and I think yeah. purple as well. But it's very simple versus this was like I don't know insert name of some random futuristic AR here, and then insert the same name with like dash three four one after it instead and like well which one's better i don't know i'll, I'll use them both and then uh, okay. someone laughs at you and says well that gun's shit compared to that one i'm like well, why where does it tell me that yeah very good point very good point. i couldn't understand i knew what health was i didn't know what the blue bar was and yeah gray weapons green weapons stuff like that it took me a while to figure out Fortnite, but i think the the straw that sort of broke the camel's back was i was getting chased by like three people i hid inside a house and just waited for them to come through the door and then forgot that you can pull out a pickaxe and break through walls and doors and stuff, and I got screwed. <laughs> yeah, look, you can obviously shoot and bash things down, and that is part of the fun, and also building like a, a mad person and getting to the getting to the higher ground, which is the big, huge thing about Fortnite that they emphasise time and again. It's much easier to get a kill at the top. But uh, yeah, so those people who are fast builders tend to have a huge advantage. It is it, it is a bit of... I might... Give it another crack. I might try it on PlayStation compared to Xbox because Xbox was just, yeah, essentially the, the little kid that was at my gym screaming into their iPad. It was just If you do give it a go on, uh, on, for, on the PlayStation, we'll team up and have a game and I can show you some of, the, some of the basic strategies and the like and maybe give you a bit more of a feel for it. And it's a bit more fun when you're playing with someone else and it's just like, ah, who cares? We're having some fun, have a couple of drinks and have a laugh at how idiotically we die and in what kind of way. I'll, I'll I'll give it a crack as a as a wedding present to you. I'll give it a crack. <laughs> All right, I'll hold you to that as long as I'm still playing that far ahead. Yeah, well, I, I assume you would be. You've been playing it for a, a wee while now. Yeah, well, I have. It's been it started last year. I started playing it, so it's definitely been other than the aforementioned GoldenEye sixty four. I reckon this game is the longest game I've ever played in my entire life. Well, 
You do, of course, also own an Xbox. I think we need to get you back onto the Xbox. Yeah, I actually unplugged it, stored it away. I'm not even plugged in anymore. We've got to get you trying Gears of War 5. You've got to be doing some Formula 1 racing with me. Actually, Fuzzy and I also both have it on PlayStation, so you can get it on PlayStation. But there's there's so many titles on Xbox as well that you've got to give it a crack. Yeah, yeah. Look, I can, I can, I can. I think I've still got it. I think I packed it away somewhere. I think I gave away my my old one, not my Xbox One. So, oh, well, that's all right. Then. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but of course, Paul, you're from the outstanding, outstanding show countdown. It is, it is, it, it makes Wednesdays better. Um, of course, <laughs> very kind. Thank you. <laughs> we are recording on a Wednesday. This week's episode was uh, essentially advice from dating films, which. Uh, to be honest, I haven't checked it out yet because right. I've been working all day. Fair enough. But what can we expect as well, say, next week? What can we expect for next week's episode? Yeah, this one was top 10 films that taught us about dating, which was Wayne's idea and somehow ended up just being us managing to embarrass ourselves with awkward stories about how we screwed up on dates. So, it's actually gone pretty well for our first day download. So, I guess the the title did grab a few people's attention. Um, next week's... <laughs> pretty standard show for us we every 10 to 12 weeks we throw in a top 10 last 10 where we review 10 of the last series of films that we've seen from worst mm-hmm. to best and so it becomes a bit of a kind of guide on what we think you might like to watch and what you shouldn't and then the week after that uh, is the show i'm looking forward to i've managed to talk wayne into acknowledging that in the u.s it is of course the halloween season and it's all things horror and so we're doing the top 10 horror comedies the week after that Oh, that'll be a good, that'll be a very very good episode because there are some outstanding horror comedies, and I can already tell you what's at the top of your list. <laughs> yep, you'll nail one of those very high up the top of the list, and so yeah, it's just nice to acknowledge that kind of. Obviously, I'm a big horror movie fan, so it's nice to acknowledge for me and to get Wayne a bit out of his comfort zone is is always pretty fun for the show and for most of the listeners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we know that Wayne doesn't necessarily like Child's Play or It Chapter Two or anything like <laughs> That's that, right. so it's. Getting him, getting him into the, the comedy and having a bit of a laugh while seeing people get killed is a bit fun. As far as I'm concerned, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, the Countdown uh, podcast, you can find it as well on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We'll put the link in the description below. Oh, thank you, man. It's a outstanding, outstanding show. Um, this week's episode, of course, brought to you by Culture Shock Collectibles. I completely forgot the ad read. I normally try to get fuzzy to... I get to sort of throw off fuzzy by doing the sort of top gear introduction and sometimes i completely forget but of course this show is brought to you by culture shock collectibles they got hot toys they got the new new york uh comic-con funko pops they got Fortnite toys they got Fortnite funko pops yeah oh there you go um and of course if you spend 50 dollars or more it's free shipping where everywhere else is a hundred dollars or more so you can get one fort two one or two Fortnite toys and then get free shipping there you go what more could you ask um more Fortnite, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, of course, uh, be at PAX. Fuzzy comes back essentially the day this episode drops. So, we'll be at PAX on Friday uh, at around 3 o'clock. We'll be there very, very briefly. But then, of course, we'll be back on Sunday all day. So, if you see us walking around, come say hi. We've got stickers. Will you have Shaken Not Nerd? Shaken Not Nerd slash Noob shirts or something on so people can identify you? We contemplated getting Noob shirts made, but you know, wedding and then honeymoon essentially no nah, we couldn't we couldn't sort of organize noob shirts so we don't know whether we'll wear our nerd shirts or whether we'll just rock up in casual i think casual would be fine um but we do have shaken not nerd and shaken not noob sort of big fat stickers to sort of give away if you want one yeah find the boys 
<laughs> you have to have some photo somewhere so the listeners can look. There they are. Just a giant neon sign pointing down. Um, Fuzzy's going to be doing some interviews as well, so um, that'll be a bit of fun. You, he's he's writing up his questions said, now. Said interviews, or is that a surprise? Uh, there will be a interview in regards to Cyberpunk 2077, which is the uh, essentially the biggest game coming out next year. Ooh, okay. Mm. Well, uh, Paul, anything else to add before we wrap up? No, only thank you for having me back on, given that Fortnite has... has dominated my gaming life and I'm sorry I couldn't add anything to Grid or, or the like but uh, yeah eventually I'll get onto some other game and, and then I'll come and tell you about it <laughs> I think we are I think we're contemplating doing a uh, Friday the 13th uh, gameplay capture sort of thing wow. going on with the, the guys at the moment so that should be a bit of fun as well what, what do you play that on? Um, it's going to be free on Xbox with Games with Gold, I think, as of the 15th or 16th of October. Oh, I might need to plug my Xbox back in then. Yeah, so I think we're, we're thinking of getting sort of all the nerd guys and a couple more mates just to sort of fill a lobby and then essentially recording and having a bit of fun drinking while playing. That sounds awesome. Enjoy. Could be a bit of fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, of course, I have been Duty. Um, thank you again, Paul. And remember to play with each other and play with yourself. 